Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to the Thick and Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Jensen, and it is only Aaron Jensen today because Megan had her time to shine. She is always shining though, that bright little star. Um, she is not with us today, unfortunately. She's been gallivanting around the world. I don't know if you follow her. Um, uh, well, at least through Thick and Skin Podcast. She was recently in Mexico City and she told me she got stuck in Mexico City, um, but she's going to be back soon. But this week it is kind of, um, you just have me, but it is not a solo episode. I can't do this by myself like Megan can. So I have to bring on a little guest to help me out. And I am very, very excited because, you know, Megan, us, our, our duo, we definitely have our strengths. And we've mentioned this before. I think my strength is medicine and bringing the science to aesthetics. But my guest today is more qualified than I am to talk science and aesthetics. And I'm very, very happy to welcome my special guest to the broadcast, Jackie Brooks Kenny. It does. It depends on the day on what her last name is. I don't even know. Sometimes I got to look at my phone book, but we can get, get to that story in a second. So welcome, Jackie. Please introduce yourself. Say hello. Hello. I am so excited to do this. Kind of nervous to do it, but like I knew that this was going to happen eventually. And here we are. I'm Let's do it. Yes. You hang around me enough and I will get you on the podcast. <laughs> yes. yes. Someone the other day was like, who's your dream interview E? I'm like, I don't know, but I will, I will go down the list of everyone in my life. Um, because, you know, I think it's, uh, I, I, I'm very thankful. I think I live in this pretty cool environment where I have mom friends and work friends and work colleagues. And it's, it's amazing that we can all bring a little bit, something different to the table where that, whether that's crazy stories from Nico or more the science side of things. So I'm very happy to have you on the podcast today. Jackie, Jackie is our lead injector at our Newport Beach location. She is a physician assistant associate. Again, whatever you want to call us today. (laughs) But we are PAs. Yes, we are. PA strong, pride, whatever. Um, But yeah, we are here to talk about a few different things. Um, Jackie, again, is our medical expert. And, uh, you know, I met Jackie um, very organically in the good old realm of that is Instagram. And we've been great aesthetic friends ever since. Uh, So I brought Jackie on. I want to know, I want to go back, Jackie. I know like we've known each other for a few years now in this aesthetic world. And it is a very, very growing world. But I want to know, I want to know a little bit about you. Where did you come from? Where did you grow up? How did you get into medicine? Like, is your mom a doctor, dad a doctor? Like, how did you, how did you get here into medicine in general today? You know, it's so, this all started, I think I was like 14 years old. And my mom was like, listen, we're putting you on birth control because we don't want you to break out. My mom and dad told me a story about how they would spend time at home away from school because their acne was so bad. And I just remember that like sticking in my brain, thinking that like someone's appearance can affect their confidence that much that they're losing out on huge opportunities. I mean, if you're missing school, that was huge. 
Um, so that's kind of when I started my love for like the medical world of things. But my mom always like growing up, my mom would sit down and like sketch us with like pastel colors, like while we were playing at the park. So she's got like a very artsy side to her. And I think I kind of just inherited some of that but she also was a school nurse so I think I'm I might just be a little uh you know carbon copy of my mom artistic and medicine yes yeah which some people would say that's annoying to say but it is that's the truth behind aesthetics is it's it's art and medicine and it's a lot of fun but but yeah so I I come from a very small town in Illinois called Morris Illinois um we are home of the Grundy County Corn Festival (laughs) Look it up. Wait, tell me a little bit about that. What is the highlight <laughs> of the Grundy, Grundy County, Grundy County Corn Festival? Uh, Do you win like the biggest a prize for the biggest ear of corn or best tasting? Is there corn pie, cornbread? What is there? You know, I'm sure like back in the day that that was like a thing. Like there were like pie making contests. You know, it's very Midwesty of them, like FFA kind of thing. But um, it, no, I think corn dogs are probably mm-hmm. the yeah. the biggest highlight. Gosh, Pagliano's pork, poor boy. Oh, give it all. They've got a lot of food trucks. It's at this point when you're an adult, you get to, you know, enjoy it on a different level. So it's kind of like a a three-day bar crawl at this point. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, They had the the corn festival queen as well uh i was like a queen runner-up guys it was you were sore subject but they draw it out of a hat okay (laughs) who was the winner i don't remember they draw the queen out of a hat listen i didn't run for this okay you get like (laughs) elected to be in this like corn fest coronation parade i'm not kidding you i can't make this up uh and then they pick one kid or one junior girl from each school to like represent and be like that candidate and then they put all of the different candidates in a hat and then they draw it out um and they used to actually have to like win based on merit but now they just draw it out of a hat my sister was the corn fest queen she actually has a corn trophy you don't get a corn crown though no but that would be great. You should you... be that for Halloween, next Halloween. I'm like, corn queen. I the corn queen. Yep. Well, I feel very honored to be in the presence of a corn princess. <laughs> I'm going to add that to our resume. Corn princess runner up. Runner up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you came from a, a corn fed Illinois. Yep. Born and then and were you like, get me out or how did that happen? Oh yeah. I, I just don't like cold weather yeah. at all. Like I told my parents, I said, as soon as I finish my undergrad, I am, I'm moving somewhere warm and you can come with me. Or you can stay and have a vacation spot to visit, but I'm leaving. Um, so I packed up my 1990 Buick LeSabre right after graduation <laughs> and drove down to Florida. Nearly didn't make it. Broke down in Alabama somewhere, I think. Um, or maybe it was Arkansas. Who knows? I don't even know how I got there, but I did. And uh, went to PA school down in Florida. Um, and then from there, I met my now husband and he's from California so it was kind you of met a, him in Florida in Florida yep I'm sure you met him at like church or some like totally volunteer expedition absolutely right all of that that's exactly where I met him if you want to know the real story I'm sure we want to know the real story <sighs> it's okay well um okay so in all of our glory there is a see like all these like festivals I need to like I, I don't know anyway <laughs> In all of our glory, we went to something called Gasparilla, which is a 
pirate festival. And it's kind of like Mardi Gras, but it's the invasion of the pirates. So it's basically in Tampa Bay. People just drink all weekend. And uh, sorry, mom and dad, don't listen to this. But um, I think that I was like two sheets to the wind at that point. Um, I went out by myself. I didn't want to meet anyone. Was really just wanting to like hang out and party at Gasparilla. And I met this guy. I didn't really want anything to do with him, but he was so persistent. And then he asked me if I liked athletes. And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't like Jersey Chase, but okay. Although I don't think I would ever want to date a baseball player. And that's what I told him. <laughs> he was a baseball out. player at the time. He was a baseball player. He yes. was playing with the Yankees organization down there for spring training. Well, um, that is a great lead in like... <laughs> You like athletes? Yeah. Like, right? Like, is that your pickup line? That was horrible. Well, well, you can't just come out and be like, hey, I'm a baseball player, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I think don't he was going to win that approach no matter what, but I guess he did. I don't know. Okay. So you found yeah. out yeah. that he was a baseball player? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, okay, you're kind of cute. Yeah. I'll talk to you. Yeah, a little bit. So we started dating. I got into PA school like really soon after we started dating. Um, at South University in Tampa, Florida, finished up the majority of my rotations there and then packed up and drove all the way across to California when I finished up PA school. Well, I finished up a few rotations here. Um, I had an extended rotation in dermatology, huge opportunity, which was great. So took that up, moved out here and ended up here. Actually, you know, did you know in part of this, um, whole moving process i actually messaged you on instagram when you were the white coat treatment oh. do you remember that handle uh, yeah uh -huh. i still i think i own the domain name still uh -huh. those are my blogging days yes yep. i messaged you on instagram and this was like shortly after messages even became a thing you couldn't message people on instagram oh my gosh and i messaged you and i was like hi i'm such a big fan how do i get into dermatology and i was expecting you to just be like go see my page i literally have a website all about this because you were doing you know some of the uh, i don't know counseling for it or yeah i, I was doing pre-pa consulting yeah that was interesting yeah. yes yes yeah but she gave me some free knowledge so oh well i'm glad i'm glad i helped you in your journey and that's where it, it was all, all self-serving so you'd work with me one day yeah. right i just knew i knew yeah. you'd be a star oh thanks. Uh, okay so you came out to california yep um kind of followed a boy ish right yeah i guess so yeah okay but it gave you the opportunity you're like i like the sunshine i like the warm weather. Yep. And this guy's nice. Yeah. Let's make it. Let's do it. Yeah. We were already engaged at this point. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll stick around. <laughs> I, it was that or move back to Illinois. So that doesn't make any sense to me. No. So no. California it was. And you got your first job in California. I did. Okay. I was dry. I was living in San Diego from where we moved for that derm rotation and I actually got a job in Los Feliz. And I'm telling you, when I say like I got a job, I like hustled that I hustled that resume shit. Like it didn't just fall in your lap? No. The world of dermatology? <laughs> no. Here's and no one understands job. that. Like you have to work. I literally emailed so many different places. No one had job postings. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to post about med spa jobs. They want to find people from within. But I emailed so many people that did not have uh, a job posting listed. And I was like, listen, you need a PA. I have an artistic eye. You can train me. I've got a steady hand. Like, 
just basically like working myself up mm -hmm. to make them think that they really needed me. So I lucked out and I found a physician that was in Los Feliz. Los Feliz is like in a Los Angeles area if people aren't familiar with it. But uh, this doctor took me in and she said like, yeah, you've got the artistic eye. I can train you. And she was a phenomenal trainer. She was so good. So I just lucked out. What made her such a good trainer? I think it was just her, her assessment. And I think that that makes a really good trainer mm -hmm. is someone that can take a step back and look at it and point out what they're seeing and showing that, you know, there's a deficit here. There's a shadow here. Like, do you see that? And then your eye kind of starts to not just look at like wrinkles and folds. You're looking at more of like shadows and highlights and, um, if you can get your brain thinking that way early on in the game, it's a huge benefit because otherwise, you know, you get these uh, on label trainings and you're kind of taught to chase lines and wrinkles. Mm -hmm. You're not taught to always see highlights and shadows. And um, and she was just very patient with me and really gave me the tools and resources to train up. Yeah. Patience so, is key. Yes, for sure. Yes. <laughs> so you had that job. And how long did you work there for? A, a little over a year. And uh, my husband got a job down in Newport Beach and was driving back and forth. And so it was like, listen, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Let's just go down to Orange County. This is always where we kind of pictured ourselves settling and moved down here. Got another job at a med spa with a really great uh, medical director, plastic surgeon. Um, worked there for a few days. For a few days. Oh, only. good. Yeah, <laughs> you are a master injector That's now. That's it. With master injector. Here we are. Uh, no, I worked there for about four years, actually. Um, and then we kind of connected somewhere. And I was in there. like, yo, I need an injector in Newport <laughs> beach. Where's that cute girl. That's on my Instagram that I met a while ago. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, for me, it's very rare that we, you know, put job postings out for our medical providers. Um, we do, I do so much networking and I have like a whole list of people that have really made an impression on me. You were on there, Jackie. <laughs> I don't even uh, know how. So we, um, met up in, Oh my God, what that, what's that restaurant called on 17th? Greenleaf Chop Shop. Yes. And we she had walks from across the restaurant. She's never met me. And I'm like getting off of work. So I'm feeling all like sketch, you know, like I don't want people to know that I'm meeting up with her. Um, she like walks from across the restaurant, gives me a big old hug after she came out of the bathroom. She's like, hi, it's so nice <laughs> to meet you. I was like, this girl's so cool. Erin <laughs> Jensen just hugged me at Greenleaf. Oh my gosh. Great. Oh. Oh, I'm glad I made that impression <laughs> on you. Oh my gosh. I just, I'm a girl from Ontario, you guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing too special. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we talked about this was after the treatment in Claremont had been open for a few months and we recognized we had so many patients driving up from Orange County to Claremont. And if you are familiar with Southern California and you live in Orange County, especially, you know, no one drives past the 91 freeway for anything. <laughs> so when people were driving to the Inland Empire for injectables, for natural looking injectables, we knew that there was a market in, um, in Newport, that a need was there that needed to be filled. And, um, you know, that's when we brought you on Jackie to kind of lead this office into its aesthetic journey. Yeah. And here we are, let's see, what are we now? Two years later, two and a half years, Wait, was it March, 2019? No, we opened, right? Yeah. Erica's nodding in the background, <laughs> our manager. Yes, I see that. Um, and we, um, yeah. And so with our Newport office, it is busy as can be. I think we have, you know, really put our foot into that natural aesthetic space. I know that you do a lot of um, correction work of 
of maybe like poorly or overfilled faces. I do a lot of trainings for Allergan and Galderma and kind of see like what the techniques are out there. And that has kind of led us to our next venture at the treatment. So with that all being said, we have decided to launch the inaugural treatment technique training program. Yep. Uh, you know, this is all based on just a little bit of help. I think the aesthetic world needs. And, you know, I don't know if you can speak on why is the aesthetic world of training so all over the place? Why, why if you're say like a pediatrician or you're a pediatric nurse practitioner, why are you so damn good? You know, like because of why, and why aren't aesthetic providers always that way? Well, there's, here's the problem with aesthetics is there are a lot of like moving pieces to it and like components that are so essential for it. So first and foremost, people need to have this artistic eye and people don't, they just think that I want a nine to five job. I want to work in aesthetics. It must be a cash cow. I'm going to take a weekend course and I'm going to start up my business. And then those are the ones that start training other people. And there's no, it's just like a domino effect of poorly trained, poorly training, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's tough. So for me, um, I mean, what I feel like the aesthetic world needs is more people who are willing to train and also willing to train off label. You Mm -hmm. know, these, these big companies, Allergan, Galderma, they're great companies and they offer really, uh, very, very, uh, highly sought after training programs, but our hands are tied kind Mm -hmm. of because you can only train on label. And when you're assessing a full face, unfortunately, not every place on the face is FDA cleared for Mm -hmm. injections. So I really do think that there is a need for people who are passionate about pushing out the next generation of natural looking aesthetics, with highly trained providers, I guess, is why I'm so passionate about it. I don't know. Yeah, there, there's no direct um, accreditation or training program for aesthetics. Like None. even if, if you thought, okay, I want to go to school to be an aesthetic injector and I'm willing to pay $50,000 in tuition. It does not exist. Nope, doesn't exist. Does, there is no residency. Yeah. There is nothing for aesthetics. And so it is the wild, wild west out there. <laughs> and we have seen it all. And, you know, I, I think it is like up to us to bring this industry up. If we are all better injectors in this industry, it only makes everything better. Because one of the worst things that can happen for our industry or our business is when you see poor results. When you see these big overfilled lips, it just makes the aesthetic industry look bad. Yeah. So I think it is our duty to go out there and train others on, you know, how to really like cut someone off, not to make a sale. I mean, you, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, we are very anti-sales, but as long as you do what's best for the patient and for the best outcome, and you have to have a, a good aesthetic eye too. Like you, you know, everyone has a different taste level, unfortunately. And I think your taste can be refined and that needs to be taught because during my on-label trainings, we do not teach people how to, when to stop. Like that is not part of the training program. Yeah. So we've had models in and they lips are already full and they want to be trained on lip filler on this new model. And I tell them like, we can't, we shouldn't do filler on her because her lips are already full. So I'll say that, but it's not, you know, part of like a cohesive training module. Yeah. So we are very excited to, you know, start this pilot program. We were fortunate to attain the back office in our Newport office. Yeah. So we are nearly doubling the size of our Newport office. 
um, we are um, building some more treatment rooms, but we're also building a big training space. So if an outside, and, and, and just to clarify, this is for outside providers yes. that do not work at the treatment. If you work in a med spa across the street, please come over and train with us. Because again, there is so much business to go around. Their competition should not be a fear of you training someone. There's no proprietary techniques. Okay, you guys, I'm sorry. All you guys that yes. like- Stop trademarking injection techniques. We all do the same thing. No, that's what we need to do. We need to find like a really good trademark and make it. I actually have one injection point trick that I do that I don't know many other people that do. And have I you do it, taught me this? I mean, no, here's the thing. I'm sure you already do it because it's not, but whenever I show trainees, they're like, wow, that's so cool. I'm like, it's not really, but whatever. Um, but no. Like the little aliens from Toy Story. Like, yes, wow. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. But it's just like crazy what you see in our world. I saw a presentation and if you coin this name, I'm sorry, but someone was like, oh, this is the peacock point. And do you know what the peacock point is? I don't. It's like just like uh, like lateral mid pupillary line, like mid cheek, mm -hmm. like a deep bolus in the mid cheek. And I'm like, girl, we've been putting filler there like a fat amount for like 15 years. So oh, yeah. now that you named it the peacock point, like just stop it. Just stop. Okay. Yes. So anyways, we are not here to give you like bells and whistles and BS and write our name on anything. Mm -mm. Um, <laughs> but you know what, what makes our trainings what's going to make our trainings different than other trainings that are out there you know i think that it's well okay from my perspective and i know that you can offer quite a bit more um on other ends but what i feel like is so important to training is first and foremost assessment mm -hmm. and then setting reasonable expectations i think that those two together can make or break you as an injector because if you don't know how to tell a patient from the get-go listen we can build you up but I can only build you up so much. Don't be, you know, don't be alarmed if I cut you off. That is something that I tell my patients all the time. Like, listen, I'm going to cut you off before you know that I'm going to cut you off mm -hmm. because you see yourself differently than what I do. So I think that's going to be a huge part of it. But also, you know, we've got so many different things that we've, you know, kind of talked about together that are huge for aesthetic injectors who are trying to build themselves, you know, mm -hmm. what about their portfolios? Like, how do you get, how do you go about that? So I think that's going to be huge. And um, so what can I toy with that? Can we like, Oh yeah. Draw, if you are, um, you know, listening to the podcast, you should be able to get this inside information first oh, yeah. and foremost. So yes, drop away. Okay. So if anyone's been to our Newport location, they know our photo room is like so standard. Okay. So, Oh, the pictures are just so good. I mean, you can literally zoom in and see if somebody missed a spot on you during dermaplaning. Like it's, it's so good. Oh yeah. Amazing. So what we are wanting to do is, you know, we're going to have these patients that come in and be models for our injectors. And then we're going to take their after photos and start your portfolio building mm -hmm. and headshots. Like, do you ever get professional headshots anywhere? Do you have like good pictures of you candidly injecting someone? Like, not only are you uh, getting the techniques and the assessment, but you're also getting that like add on to promote mm -hmm. yourself. You know, you're creating your own business in some degree when you're investing in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think being a good injector is so basic nowadays mm -hmm. and being a good injector will not build you a big following. You have to 
do a little bit of everything. And it's not just how, I mean, yes, we're going to teach you like high quality, how to inject and get the best outcomes. But like you were saying, social media, photography. I mean, we, I have the, my trainees in the Galderman Allergan trainings take photos of their patients. The vast majority are not taking great pictures. Like they will take a photo from really close up being backlit where the person's talking or smiling. And even just those little corrections of, okay, why don't you step back? There's a white wall right there. Let's take this photo. Did you take an after photo? You have to think about all of those things. Yes. Because if someone doesn't see your work, like it, it is such a big industry. You have to stand out somehow. Yeah. And I think we, you know, have the inside information on what it takes to stand out. And we are happy to kind of share that with everyone. Yeah. Because there, it, there is so much business to go around. And I think sometimes if you just niche yourself, you don't have to treat everyone and everything. If that right. makes sense. Yeah. You could be the lip person, you know, or you could specialize in males or, you know, something. Right. I'm like the dissolving queen here. Newport Beach. If you are overfilled, if you start looking like a chipmunk, if you're a little simian looking, I got you. I can dissolve that. Jackie has like, um, what were those water (laughs) guns where you like pull up the water, like super soakers, super soaker, super soaker (laughs) of Hylonex. She'll just like spray you with it as she walks in. We need to get Hylonex from like Europe on the black market. Their bottles are so much bigger than ours. Oh, it's such a racket. Yeah, it is. It is a racket. Really frustrating. But But yeah, we'll kind of tell you like the insider, like business uh, tips and tricks as well. Yeah. So we are doing a soft launch of our training program coming up on December 5th. So excited. And And we're doing this. Listen, this is the best part about it is we're doing this on a Sunday because people work Monday through Friday and on Saturday and they have activities with their kids. And Aaron and I were like, no, we got to do this on a day that people would be able to come. Like, I hate when they have trainings at like five o'clock after work. Oh, girl, and you're like, I do all oh. my, my um, home label trainings at like one. Yes. Yeah. Make it convenient for me. <laughs> uh, but not not when I'm running the show. OK, mm-hmm. um, uh, so. So, yeah. Yeah. We we want to make it convenient for people yeah. because, you know, this when you work at another office, is it easy to get a weekday off to go to a training? No. Not at all. No. I mean, it's well here. No, you guys are good about it because if we want to go to a training, um, you know, it, find yourself a boss that understands that education is crucial mm-hmm. and it's not as big of a deal. However, there's not a lot of bosses like Aaron <laughs> out there that understand the importance of that. So, so yeah, no, it's really hard to get mm-hmm. off during the week. Yeah. So I think Sunday will be great for many reasons. Yeah. And just like a little bit more casual, we're hoping to attract those people in Southern California you know, make a day of it. We're going to have two sessions. Um, you want to talk about like what the sessions will entail? Yeah. I mean, we're, we have other plans mm-hmm. for the future. Soft launch. Soft launch. This is soft guys. Um, uh, but what we're wanting to do is just start right at the basics. Botox for beginners and Botox for advanced injectors. So we can really go into for beginners, you know, like a lot of these providers that are wanting to get into it, you've got your emergency room, nurses, PAs, doctors, um, or, you know, whatever field of medicine they're coming from, 
they're not holding a syringe on a daily basis. And you forget about that when you're training someone and you're watching them fumble over this little tiny thing, trying to figure out how to hold it. And you're like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. this is the basic. So uh, listen, we're not going to spend too much time on figuring out how to hold a syringe, but, but it matters. It matters. And you take it for granted yes. as someone who does it, yeah. you know, a million times, has done it a million times. Yeah. But no, it's more so for like beginners learning the very basic areas, you know, your frown lines, your crow's feet, your forehead, the easier things that, um, you know, you're going to be doing most often, mm -hmm. but I'll tell you, once you kind of nail those basics, then you want that ad advanced course. Like I nailed the basics and I was like, okay, what now? Like, what else can we do? Can mm -hmm. we slim the face? Can we lift the jawline? Can we decrease that wrinkle? And that's something that I love. I mean, my patients will tell you about this, something you don't want to hear, but there are some things where you can do filler, but I'm so quick to be like, listen, this is muscular. Like we need to knock that out with some Botox. And I can't tell you how many patients are like, I didn't know you could do Botox there. Like what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it we're doing Botox. Yeah, no, I agree. I think a lot of times uh, injectors are like, I need to learn jawline and temples. And I'm like, look, like that's, that is not the bread and butter of your business. Yep. Like I rarely do a jawline these days. <laughs> yes. Temples, I like temples, but I would do, if I, I could do a like Botox Dysport only clinic yeah. all day long, right? All day long. Yeah. And sometimes in the industry, people will chat like, oh, you can't make any money off Botox and Dysport. I'm like, you're not doing enough or you're not like, you're not doing it right. Right. And when you give someone that like, like treatment that just hits and there's very little downtime to it. Oh yeah. Very little. There's like no downtime to it. Very little recovery with it. And the results are just incredible. Yes. So, you know, I think you, if you know how to do that stuff really well and, and how to articulate it and explain it to a patient. Yes. Adding on masseters and platysmal bands. Ugh, you just used a whole bottle right there. Exactly. Easier than a syringe, a filler. Yeah. And you just slimmed their entire face, made them look like they lost 10 pounds and lifted their entire jawline. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited to teach a lot of those techniques. I'm so passionate about, I'll call them neuromodulators. So we're not talking about any one specific brand because we use them all and we love them mm -hmm. all. So, but yeah, the advanced techniques is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. As I'm sitting here, I'm like, ah. Oh, I need these advanced techniques in my hands. Oh, you're sweating a little bit? Underarms, yeah. Maybe you can be my model during Ugh, the training. Yes. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> um, the, also, the cool thing about our program is that you're going to be able to bring your own models in to inject, so you will have that portfolio to start building. Yeah. And you might be in a situation where you don't have access to neuromodulators or filler yet. We are going to provide them for you. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. All these trainings you have, oh, oh, well, I won't say all of them, but a lot of these really, really good trainings that you want to be a part of, you have to have a medical director already that can get you product. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. That in and of itself is worth, um, it's weight in gold, really. Yeah. So we are very excited to Can't launch wait. that soon. So we're going to do our soft launch on December 5th. Now we are still building everything. So how you sign up for this course is you just send us a little DM, a direct message on Instagram, and we will let you know the next steps. Okay. Um, you know, we'll, we're building out our websites and forms and inquiries and all that, but you know, very, very basic. It's going to be at our Newport office. We're going to feed you. We're going to take pictures. So like brush your hair, put on some mascara. We should uh, get like a makeup artist here. Oh, snap, girl. Okay. I mean, oh. maybe. Oh. Okay. Well, let me see. <laughs> Jackie just likes to spend my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackie, we ordered 99 contours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll get through it. We're halfway through those, by uh, the way. I know. I, I know. I know you got through it. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. But we are, we will do a, we're going to do a big launch of the official training program. Once our improvement, our construction is done on our other office. Once the it's dust a, settles. Yes. A very light facelift, but we have to make it um, treatment friendly and on brand. Totally. So yeah. Anything else you want to say about this training or like what's to come? Or any recommendations for any medical provider wanting to get into the aesthetic industry? You know, I think the biggest thing is follow a passion, not a dollar sign. I think it's, it drives me nuts. I can't, I mean, I've had people reach out to me and they've said like, I, I don't really have the artistic eye. Like I don't, I don't see it. Like I'm at these trainings and I don't see it. And I'm like, I don't know that you can teach that. Mm -hmm. Like you can't teach people to see, you know, in a more three-dimensional way or a four-dimensional way. But, but yeah, I think that like, if you have that artistic eye and that drive to better yourself, and if you can think outside of yourself and you want to better the aesthetic community, like then this is right for you. Mm -hmm. You know, that is, you're a perfect fit because I think aesthetics is ready for it, you know, ready for advancement, uh, refined technique and, and really the best injectors out there. It's, it's oversaturated with, uh, not, not the right people, I guess. Well said. Yeah. And we're going to help elevate everybody. Yes. Or anyone who wants to listen or come to our course. Yeah. (laughs) It's gonna be fun. All right, Jackie, pimp yourself out. Where can people find you on Instagram? (laughs) They can find me at OC underscore PA underscore Jackie. Well, now you're not going anywhere because you branded yourself with an Orange County (laughs) Instagram name. (laughs) See, you have to keep me. But Jackie is spelled annoying. It's J-A-Q-I. So I always say it's it's like Iraqi, but Jackie. Jackie. So I love there it. you have it. I mean, you can look me up by my fir- uh, my first name, but it's hard to spell. And then nobody knows my last name ever. Cause... Okay, well, explain that really fast. Okay, I just, I got married before, or I got married after I got my PA license. And it's just annoying to switch it. And also, I feel like my family raised me. Like, I kind of have to, like, give a little tribute to the Kenny side. Yeah, that's okay. Yes, yeah, so you have a married last name and yeah. a maiden last name. Yeah. I just can never keep track of Nobody when can. is which. I know. That's okay. You know, I just think of, I'm like, what's your husband's last name? Yeah. Like, I know Gavin's last name. Yeah. Um, you need to go follow her, Jackie. She has the two most adorable daughters. Oh, they're so cute. They are adorable. I'm biased, but <sighs> they are, really are. Yeah, they really are. Uh, well, thank you, Jackie. Thank you can you. follow Jackie. And you can follow our new training program at The Treatment Technique. Yes. And we are live. DM us. And if you want to attend our class or get more information. I'm looking forward to seeing you all. I want to meet you. I I love it. In person. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Bye.